Uh, hello? Uh, hello? Hello? Uh, hello? And welcome to part two of the hyperfixation on Five Nights at Freddy's timeline. We have finished the largest part of the story episode, or the story last episode, but we will begin with the final part of the story. For now, at the Freddy Fazbear's Mega Pizzaplex. Um... I'm here to start the episode because we talked about the entire timeline in one sitting, but essentially you can expect to hear myself, Roma Osman, talk with Sleepy from where we left off in the timeline through the new security breach game prior to its DLC. Uh, now, I, I don't want you to forget anything, but you may have heard about the old location, you know. Uh, some, some people still have somewhat of a negative impression on the company. Uh, that, that old restaurant was kind of left to rot for quite a while, but I want to reassure you, Fazbear Entertainment is committed to family fun and, above all, safety. Now, thank you for uh, listening to part two of the Five Nights at Freddy's timeline, and uh, we'll see you in a bit. All right. Badoop. Sex was poggers, but I need to get back to telling you about the Five Nights at Freddy's timeline. this big touching ending and then i guess fazbear entertainment still being fazbear entertainment was like well we've just lost our founder henry and his last ditch effort for a pizza place has now burned to the ground so uh, you think we could make another one i think we can make another one you think we can make another one let's just make another <laughs> this one. sounds like a great idea <laughs> And so they're like, all right, let's see if we can salvage anything from this place. And they find... <laughs> I don't really know how to make this sound comprehensible, but they find mechanical parts and they go, yeah, we could, we could take that and make it into something. And the parts that they find are parts from Springtrap, no. unfortunately. And they put it into a new computer system, and it starts the glitch trap virus, which is essentially Springtrap, which is William Afton. And why won't you die? Why would you die? There's like there's this famous Springtrap quote where he just goes, "I always come back." And it's like, yeah, you do, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> you have a great track record for that, bud. <laughs> you do. You really do. And then, so he's a virus, and he does bad virus things, and he is purposefully trying to mislead everybody. And Fazbear Corporate's like, yeah, there is something weird here. Don't tell anybody, though. It's fine. You know, it's probably fine. Don't worry. HR could deal with it later. Oh, I forgot. Dang. What? 
Uh, there's this crucial part before this. Okay. It's in between the fire happening and this virus. Okay. Uh, and it's the ultimate custom night game where you uh, are playing, trying to survive all of the animatronics that have ever been built ever, including side characters and minorly mentioned characters and this and that. And there's a wonderful cutscene where one of the characters that you play against is called Old Man Consequence, I think. And basically, if you only play against him, a little cutscene plays where you are playing as a little pixel Fredbear sprite. And the guy tells you, like, I think you need I think you need to find inner peace and rest. I I think you should leave the demon to his demons. And as we find out, you are playing as William Afton and you are being subjected to all of these horrors and torment at the hands of the souls trapped in Fredbear. Oh no. And this is your like eternal punishment. So he went to hell? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and uh at the very end you see like a glitchy like twitching heap of golden freddy fredbear fading away from the screen and that's them letting go of springtrap and finally resting type of thing and then springtrap becomes glitchtrap in the virus and everything uh, terribly unfortunate i mean at least they got peace but they yeah. also released him from hell <laughs> right exactly well uh. It sucks. And then that puts us at Security Breach. <gasps> Yay! I, I am very excited to learn about Security Breach. Oh my god, I love Security Breach. It is my favorite game. I have... Oh, everything about this game is my absolute favorite. Which is funny, because everybody hates this game. Everybody what? hates it. They think that it's garbage. It is, <laughs> probably from an objective standpoint, a really bad design game. Like, it is buggy it is glitchy but every single piece of it i love so unconditionally <laughs> it's ridiculous um so in security breach you're playing as child gregory who gets locked into the mega pizza plex and gregory, <laughs> gregory. <laughs> you're traveling around with freddy trying to find a way out the problem with this game is that there's there was Going to be lore in it, but where'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> I don't see none. Yeah. It goes from being something that probably could have been extremely lore-based to a very rushed and almost unfinished game. It's got a lot of beauty to it. The aesthetics of it are amazing. I love the bright 80s, 90s thing we got going on here. Fresh New Faces with Monty Gator and Roxanne Wolf. Love them. Um, but there's nothing really happening here. We get told that there are children going missing at the Mega Pizzaplex, which isn't stopping anyone from coming, apparently. And that's mentioned maybe once in, like, an ending? Where it's like, the disappearances are gonna keep happening, aren't they? And it's like, but why are they going missing? And then we find out, like, the antagonist, who's Vanny, who's a person in a bunny costume, not an animatronic, in theory, mm -hmm. is the one behind this, these quote-unquote disappearances, 
but Vanny is supposed to be v- Vanessa, but there's one ending that directly says that Vanessa is not Vanny and that they're two separate people. And it's like, what do you mean? It makes sense if Vanny was Vanessa, but it also makes sense if not, I guess. And there's also this, these little Easter eggs, which are therapy tapes, and they're Vanessa's therapy tapes, and there's different case numbers with them, and they were like, that indicates it's two separate people, and I was like, "Uh, I don't know about that. It's very confusing. Um, But there's also an ending where you save Vanessa. And you just leave with her, and that's fine. It's like, but does that solve the Vanny issue? Because if that solves the Vanny issue, that means that you, that Vanny and Vanessa are the same person. If you save Vanessa, quote unquote. But that's not the true ending. Uh, I mean, I can see, you know, I know, I know zero about Security Breach, but uh-huh. my 360 no-scope is that they are the same person, but they don't know it. And that could definitely be, like, because if she, if she, a living being, somehow has the glitch trap virus, and it's activating without her knowing, maybe, I guess, um... But the very interesting part is that after all of the therapy sessions, they each she goes through multiple therapists. And every time the therapist gets a little bit close to dismantling this like fake persona that she has adopted or what they think she's adopted, uh, her therapist dies. So <laughs> uh, uh. And then she's handed off to another therapist <laughs> and they're like, these checks and balances aren't really doing their job, are they? They're like, it's funny how all your therapists keep dying, huh? And she's like, I guess. And they're like, mm. uh, you know, those tapes are pretty cool. I do, I do enjoy those. They're funny. <laughs> I must go listen to them. Oh, they're good. Um, but the 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 from a gameplay standpoint. Security Breach is amazing. You have free roam of an entire building with fun little arcade areas and stuff. And it almost feels like the game was designed to be more than it was. Like, for instance, in Roxanne Raceway, there's an entire underground racetrack uh, that made it seem like you could have played maybe a racing minigame or something. Because why else would that be there? Yeah. Same with, like, in Bazaar Blast, you can play laser tag with the robots. And in the Gator Golf mini golf course, you can play mini golf in the arcade cabinet mini golf kind of way. So why wouldn't there be a Roxanne Raceway game? But there's not. Okay. And Mazer size is just like a little maze. That part's a little aggravating, but it is what it is. <laughs> but that, to me, this game had a lot of love into it and a lot of really good things. There's little snippets that you can get of like secret messages that you can find throughout the Pizza Plex that are like either disgruntled workers or people who have been there. There's even one that's like, um, do you think Fazbear's recycles its pizza? 
because this pizza that I had looks like it's old and crusty and like it would have been yesterday's pizza and they're recycling the pizza, which is a Chuck E. Cheese joke. And I think that's incredibly funny. Chuck E. Cheese does that? <laughs> it's the theory. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Because their pizza's kind of gross, I guess. It is. <laughs> um, But the whole thing behind Security Breach is that some of the animatronics have the glitch trap virus. And that's the ones that are hunting you. Now, I personally think that there's a very good like chain of which ones got the virus first which is w- versus which ones got the virus last. Okay. So there's the daycare robot. Robots, if you think there are two. I think it's two animatronics and one robot, which is a very sick idea. Wait, but... Ela- hold on. Yeah. So this... This Pizzaplex has a daycare ran by an animatronic... Yes. Plural robot? Yes. That's cursed. So, Tell me yeah. more. <laughs> so the Mega Pizzaplex hosts parties for kids, as well as this daycare. It's really just a child complex. And the daycare is for the younger kids, and it's run by one animatronic, the daycare attendant, who has two working parts in him, the sun animatronic and the moon animatronic. And the sun animatronic does all the fun stuff in the daytime, and the moon animatronic runs nap time. That type of thing. Okay. But the moon animatronic severely is scary to all the children who have been there. And there's one message that you find that is like, uh, I'm suing, I'm investigating, because my child will not stop wetting the bed. They are terrified after being in this place. Like, they are messed up. Mm, I don't blame them. Yeah. The moon animatronic is incredibly hostile and scary, so. I'm looking at him right now, and I agree. The red eyes are not doing it for me. No. The sun animatronic probably does not have the virus, but since it's the same robot, it probably doesn't matter. But that one probably has it first, because he's more compliant in... The moon animatronic has access to the entire Pizzaplex, but the sun animatronic doesn't. Like, it's very contained to the daycare, and it's like, no, this is my area, it's good. Whereas the moon animatronic will go out and actively hunt you, and in one case, hunts Freddy and takes down Freddy and then captures him. What? So, yeah. If anybody is the most, like, complicit to this capturing, and I'm gonna be evil, it's definitely the moon animatronic. Mm -hmm. The next ones are probably Roxanne and Monty. But the really cool thing about them is that these animatronics have AI that is so advanced. Roxanne is so funny. She's got, like, this severe self-esteem issue. Yeah? Why Why would you give robot self-esteem issues? Why would you do that to them? <laughs> and, like, there's this whole beginning part that is so deranged where she's, like, looking in a mirror and she's like... Your hair is beautiful. Your tail is beautiful. You are beautiful. And then she goes, thank you. Like she's just talking 
to herself in a in a mirror and it's very like hyping herself up kind of thing it's for an ai robot that is pretty good i love her (laughs) um you gotta live breathe and sweat self-esteem angelica he's doing it and then monty has anger issues which yeah sure give the giant alligator the the anger issues sounds good uh, you know, it's interesting that from the perspective of I my ex, my knowledge of security breach is strictly retained to a TikTok fan uh-huh. pre, like fan content, and everything I've seen of Monty is just like like the the guitarist who's just really hot mm-hmm. with like big titties, like that's it. So yeah. to to it's like I do the fans did not accept that I guess they did not no. accept the anger issues. <laughs> well, because it doesn't make much sense because like he runs the mini golf course and like does guitar, and they think that he got the anger issues quote unquote from the glitch trap virus, which would make sense. Okay, I can see that in the. Mini golf mini game. It's very funny because in the last level of the mini golf game, you see Freddy in a garbage dumpster, and Monty is now front for the band. Uh-huh. And so it's like, oh, Monty really wanted to replace Freddy, and it's like, well, I'm sure there's band dynamics here or something. I don't know. <laughs> band drama, you know. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's the whole um. Where did Bonnie go in this situation? Because Bonnie was at the Mega Pizza Plex. It would have been Glamrock Bonnie. But Bonnie is decommissioned. And it's... There's a series of messages that are like, we can see Bonnie leaving Rockstar Row. And you see him go all the way to Gator Golf. And then the thought was, oh, well, Monty decommissioned Bonnie. And there are some people who think that Monty really killed Bonnie. I don't think so. I think that that's a... I think somebody's pinning it to my man. I don't think he did it. I don't think he... I don't think so. But then he was given the virus and all of these anger issues, so then it makes more sense. But, you know, there's fan theory versus actual theory, of course. Everybody wants to say that Monty didn't do it. But he probably did. Will they ever tell us? No. No. Probably not. Dang it. Well, again, there could have been more to this game, so we don't know, actually. Uh, there's a piece of dialogue if you bring Freddy up to Bonnie Bowl, which is a bowling alley that Bonnie ran. Mm-hmm. And Freddy's like, I do not come up here anymore. Or I don't come up here as often as I used to after the incident. I miss him very much. And I was like, oh, Freddy. It's like Aww. these guys are actively friends with each other. That's that's pretty cool. Vanessa. Vanessa. My friend. But there's a lot of the pizza flex that is incredibly unsafe. And most of it is the fact that it's almost fully automated by robots. Staff bots, cleaner bots, this and that. 
But Gregory is also pretty savage in that game. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I really don't care for Gregory. Gregory is like, oh, these animatronics are hunting me. I think I'm gonna dismantle them all and then gut them for parts and then put them in Freddy. And Freddy's obviously like, those are my friends. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Child, why are you being a savage to this extent? <laughs> right? And so there's, like, all this theory that, like, oh, Gregory is an animatronic. What? Yeah. And so the very funny thing is that in the Mega Pizza Plex, they make it apparent that not only are the events of the previous games a real thing that happened, but also the games have now happened within the game. Excuse me? Because they mention... <laughs> They mention the places, but then they also mention the games, and it's like, what do you mean the games? You mean like the games, like the 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 Five Nights at Freddy's games are in the Five Nights at Freddy's universe, and they have all this memorabilia and stuff, and it's like, okay, that's very strange, and that's it's like, oh, it must have been like a whistleblower or somebody who knew the story created the games and they're still a real thing that happened but now they're video games and people are like me video games that's a hell of a cover story though you're like oh you know this these horrific horrific events yeah it was just a game right come to our pizzeria that sounds it like a co corporate move and there's like a message that you find that it's like uh why would you rebuild again we all know what happened to those children. So, like, there are some people who still believe that these were real things that happened, I guess, and know the story, but I guess there's people who are just like, nah, video games. Yeah. Yeah. This is a wild... This is a wild series of games. Right? The, I love... I I am very invested in this now, and I'm I'm actually like fighting the urge to purchase Security Breach, but only in a fiscal sense and not any other reason. Oh, I love Security Breach so much. I it is buggy. It does not, and in its like first initial stages, there was so many crashes and like little bugs that were <sighs> so infuriating to people, and it was very funny because i ran through the game immediately and was like no matter what the bug is i'm gonna run through it i'm having a fantastic time i love this game it is fun but then i watched other people play it and they were miserable and having the worst times of their lives because of these bugs and i was like dang was it really that bad i don't remember it being that bad <laughs> i don't remember it being this bad but at the same time i do but i don't know They've made it better. They've they've made optimizations to it, but there are still some areas that are like if you run around this corner too fast, uh, you soft lock the game and can't progress. Sorry. Oh. Or, uh, my favorite is there is a portion of the game where you come up out of parts and service, and you go into the main atrium, which has like all the entrances to Gator Golf and Roxanne Raceway and all that. It's like the big main room and all of the animatronics are supposed to be in this room hunting you. Monty's supposed to be on the first floor. Roxanne's on the second floor. Chica's on the third floor. And if you run fast enough through the corridors, 
the game will have such a hard time loading that it won't load the animatronics into the atrium and you can go through it with no animatronics. <laughs> Hell <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of the achievements was really hard to get because it was like collect all of the little items around the like around the entire pizza plex. And if you loaded and saved saved and loaded your game, um, sometimes your items would disappear and then it wouldn't give you the achievement. <gasps> which was infuriating. I believe it. Um Did you make like a map? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> and that's the other thing was that there is a map. Like you get a little faz watch where all the little secret messages are recorded and your like tasks to keep you on track of what you're doing because this place is massive so like there's little quest things to do kept track on the watch and there's also a map but it is the worst map i don't know how you make a map mechanic this bad it's supposed to have like it's supposed to keep track of locked doors i don't know if you've like played like silent hill you know how they like write the locked doors on the map I I have not, but I can picture it in my head. Yeah. Which would tell you which doors you weren't able to open when you approached them. And maybe you could be able to... It's supposed to do that. It doesn't. Oh, no. It's supposed to tell you which doors require security access. It doesn't. It's also supposed to tell you where charge stations are for Freddy, since you're piloting him. Sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. I've had it where I open the map and a charge station is just in blank space. Just not even in the area I'm in. It's like, cool. There's no marker to tell you where you are on the map, specifically. So it's like, I don't know where in relation to where I am, to where I'm supposed to be going. It is, it's a bad map, man. It doesn't work. Hey, that sounds like Freddy Fazbear funding, if I've ever heard it. Right? Oh, and the whole place is just like, yeah, this sounds like a Fazbear's where we have an entire underground complex where we're just shoving old robots that we're not using. Yeah, that mm -hmm. sounds safe and fine. And they're not like it all turned off. They're still on down there and running amok in the sewers. Like, yeah, but you know what? That's probably fine. Probably fine. Um, I do have one question that sure. I, I, so to, again, I, my extended knowledge of security breach is you and TikTok. And I'm distinctly remembering um, a very per particular trend of, um, I believe he's Music Man, hmm. and people would cosplay him and do the song, His Dick's Smaller Than My Toes. Yes. And so I desperately need to know more about this Music Man. Okay, so the Music Man is in the arcade, and it's the arcade slash dance floor. It is the coolest place I have ever seen in my life. I love that arcade. If I was in that arcade, I would live there forever. But the Music Man is this giant, and I mean massive, spider-looking DJ. And he inhabits these tunnels in the earth. He's, like, in this little den, but he can go back into the tunnel and then like climb all over the walls and do, like, cool spidery things. But the whole thing with the DJ Music Man is that he's Fazbear patented to never play a copyrighted song and also never play a song twice. So every single song he plays is original. Are they good? I mean, from what we hear from the chase music, it's good. It's really good. I love the DJ Music Man chase scene. It has the best music in the game, honestly. As it it's should. It's a bop. Yeah. And it is the 
since it's never played a song twice, it is specifically the kicking Gregory's Gregory's ass music. So he only plays it for you. So I I absolutely adore that, and my brain immediately went. So how easily can you mod the game to change it to the song is his dick smaller than or his dick smaller than my toes? Probably in that pretty easily. I would love that. But not um, tell anybody. <laughs> it's also good because like as the as you progress in the chase, the music ramps up. It's really good. DJ Music Band's really good. So that's his real name, DJ Music Man? Yes. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was just a, like a given name that the internet decided upon. Nope, that's him. DJ MM. DJ Music Man. Hell yeah. He is the DJ and the bouncer of the arcade. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a mini music man. <laughs> He's small and has little symbols and he'll chase you through the vents. And like he's a prototype that they found at one of the Fazbear restaurants that escaped. Sure. It's very cute. He plays sure. a little music box too. I love that. Um, is there any other things you'd like to cover about Security Breach that comes to mind? Um, there is one, and I know if I don't say it, somebody's going to be like, oh, what about this? And it's the, if Gregory is a robot, and if Springtrap is there, then is Michael Afton Freddy Fazbear? And it's like, oh. Why can't we let Michael rest? (laughs) Oh no! That hurt me! Are you okay? Yeah, I I went, oh no! And then I choked on my own spit in worry for Michael Afton. Let the the man sleep. Why won't you just let him die? And so there's this theory that like, since Fazbear Entertainment is aware of the things that have happened and also its own games. If Gregory's an animatronic and Michael Afton is Freddy Fazbear, then are they just recreating the Five Nights at Freddy's franchise within the Pizzaplex as a big funny haha? And it's like, I don't, mm, I don't like that. I don't know if that's a brouhaha, but that would be an interesting shout from a writing perspective that like mm-hmm. somebody in Fazbear Entertainment Corporation is just like, you know what, actually let's keep this shit up. Yeah, like, let's keep it going. And like the whole like oh well why is Freddy so nice to Gregory? And it's like, oh well it's Michael and Gregory is supposed to be modeled after Evan and he feels bad for he? killing Evan, so is he He's protecting the baby? Yeah, I don't know. It's speculation. Oh. And the whole I am not me speech thing that is weird. There's an entire ending that involves Vanessa decommissioning Freddy, and it is the most chopped up, cut up ending I have ever seen in my life. Like, it was definitely supposed to be more than it is. It is one chase sequence and then an ending. But it's supposed to be, like, very drastic and dramatic and significant. But when you play it, it doesn't feel like that at all. It it Hmm. feels unfinished heavily in that area. I 
now I kind of want to go and talk to the people who made this game and be like, tell me. And like, there's <laughs> every possibility that I can hope and pray and dream in my own little head uh, that maybe they release a DLC that has more story than what they meant to put in the game. But there's this there's this theory that's going around that um, one of the many, the most prominent Five Nights at Freddy's theory creator hit the nail on the head and got his theory correct before the game even came out. And they were like, uh-oh, they got it. And so they cut a bunch of stuff out to try and keep the story vague so that nobody would figure it out. Uh, wait, so who... Who did they did did wait? What was the thing that they got right? So they like when the trailer was released, they were like, "Oh, this is this is a child of great importance." Like this, that, and the other thing about um recreating the events of the games in the in the Pizzaplex. Is Gregory a robot? Is this happening? Is that happening? But it was a guess. It was only a guess because the game hadn't come out yet. But I guess it was a close enough guess to the truth that they got that they cut stuff. But that's not confirmed because nobody can, you know, say for sure if they cut stuff. But that is a very interesting postulation as to why this game is so off-kilter and why it's so cut up the way that it is. There are just some places where it's like there is a lot missing here that you either didn't finish, didn't bother removing, or something was taken out entirely and you didn't cover it up at all. It's interesting. To to talk to in in our final part of this podcast, I I have a question. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh speaking from I strict my knowledge is very strict to TikTok and the in our conversation and the the two nights I've played like a decade ago. You mentioned earlier in the beginning of the story, it was it Henry who had two kids. Henry has one. Yes, he has two kids, but one of them was not talked about. Correct. Ever. Right. Would it be possible if that is Henry's grandchild? I mean, I guess in theory it could be. Because, like, there's this whole thing about Gregory not being in the register and him being a kidnapped child and why was he there in the first place? And it's like, oh, well, he was a child. I don't think so, though, unless he was orphaned. Because it is in one of the endings, it's found out that Gregory's just a homeless kid. It's very sad. Oh. And so Henry, or, uh, Gregory just lives in a box on the street when he escapes from Fazbear's and then again is kidnapped by Vanny. That's like the God damn it. ending. Yeah. So you know, it's possible. Well, hear me out. Hear me out. I have I you can ask Tony, I have bad conspiracy theorist brain and I mm-hmm. will I will it's like a Rubik's cube and I'll sit there and I'll see how what I I got I'll twist it around until it fits. Um, so if we've got Henry, who's got this kid that we've never talked about, that's a huge opportunity. You've got a whole blank slate 
that leading back to the very beginning, whether it's planned or not. But um, I could definitely see. I don't know how familiar you are with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah, a little and bit, for, just a little bit. So for those who who don't know about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, there's a bit where stand users are always attracted to other stand users, and so like. If one stand user appears, it's just like you're just like the whole town's gonna get infected. Like everybody's gonna be stand users. It's gonna be or just one big happy town of stands. Ah, oh. and so that would make sense to me that either Gregory is a completely removed part of the story, just completely random chaotic variable of entropy that ends up in this, mm-hmm. or is an animatronic, mm-hmm. or both an animatronic. And a descendant of either uh, William Afton or Henry. More, I would, I would argue Henry, um, just because of the missing lineage. And there is like one very strange part in the very beginning where you're walking around with Freddie, and Freddie's like, "I sense you are broken," and takes Gregory to like a first aid station. But then it's played off as, "Oh, I was." keeping you safe from Vanessa because then Vanessa shows up and he's like Vanessa I was doing nothing and it's like why did you why did you do that was that just a ploy to hide Gregory or was that you being like I sense something in you is broken like you're an animatronic or because I feel like that's a very strange thing to say to a child who's hurt you know what I mean hmm hmm there's also this like uh thing where Vanessa talks about Freddie talking to Gregory through his Faz watch and she was like, It's always your voice and he was like, All the watches have my voice, Vanessa. It's Faz Bear's Pizzeria. Like I'm the main mascot. But uh it's the thought that if it's not Freddie who's talking to Gregory, because there's parts where Freddie is like telling Gregory what to do. Mm-hmm. And so there's the thought of like, oh, well, if it's not Freddy, could that be Michael talking through Gregory? Or could that be somebody else using Freddy's voice to guide you through your debacle? And that's why whenever he's like, because there's a part where he's like, we can figure out a way to decommission Roxy. And it's like, don't you not want to do that? Isn't that something you wouldn't want to do to your friend? And then he's like really upset when he finds out that she's been decommissioned. Well, she's not decommissioned. She's fine. But when you steal her parts. Hmm. I have so many questions now. They better be coming out with some DLC. There's either going to be a DLC or there's going to be a second part. There was like a while ago, I think somebody said something along the lines of, oh, they're going to make a FNAF theme park game that's going to be like Security Breach, but a theme park. And I was like, amazing i don't know what we're gonna do with that but that sounds really cool but that might just be rumor and speculation but i think it would be cool i also think it would be cool and if that does happen we're gonna have to we're gonna have to talk about it (laughs) (laughs) hell yeah well is there anything else that you would like to talk about or do you feel you feel good i think i feel good i think if you are significantly interested by my story and my telling of it, and you feel like you need more or need clarification, I highly would recommend you go and watch any of the very many theory videos that 
people have actually rightfully constructed out of facts and details. But because the games have never been very clear about anything, every theory video that you watch is a little different from the ones previous. And I think that that's fun. And that's mm-hmm. like different people taking this information and going, well, this makes sense to me if you put these events first before other ones. And it becomes this almost like huge chess match. And that's part of my love for it. It's just like, you can you can look at these games and be like, oh, there's not a lot here. It's a very simple gameplay mechanic. Uh, but it's got so much story behind it that is so interesting that it, it just overwrites anything. Not anything, but most of the bad parts in the series. Even Security Breach, where it, it's a buggy game that is almost barely, just barely playable. Like, it is so good and it's so meaty and so beautiful. And even if it's not the answers that people wanted, it's good. Mm-hmm. I agree. From my my limited knowledge, I 100% agree. Oh. Yeah. All right. That's my new deep dive. I'm ready for it. Uh, this might have to be also part of the podcast is uh, after each hyperfixation, I end up actually going into it and then like coming back with my own notes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go ahead. I mean, there's oh. there's so much here and there is I mean, there are side characters that. I didn't mention here, but our players in this game, like there's an entire other band that was created of animatronics. Um, and it's like, why, why, when, what did that, what is that, what did, how, but there's so little information on them that like, it's so surface level that some people are taking that and putting so much detail into it and slotting that into its own little piece. So, I mean, you really can take this series and make it something very deep and magical or I mean I tried to cut it down in a in a quick manner and we've already been here for two hours. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> I'll fit it down into forty five minutes somehow. <laughs> but oh. well, thank you for chatting with me. Thank you for thank- telling me and educating me. Thank um, you for listening. I, if you ever have anything that you want to info dump on me on, I'm here for it. You just give oh. me a call. We'll jump in a Discord call. I'll drag Tony in here. It'll be he'll it'll he'll run over here. What am I talking about? I don't have to drag his ass. Um, but thank you again for joining me and and educating me on Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. I appreciate you so much. I appreciate you. Oh. Alrighty. Back to the pod, capital PV podcast voice. <laughs> okay. Um. So thank you, listener, for listening. Um. Uh. You can find me on the internet at I appreciate your butt at the Twitter dot com. That is I A P P R E C I the number eight. You are B U R B T at the Twitter dot com. You can find this podcast as a whole. And I don't remember the handle. Oh, no. You can find this podcast as a whole at the hyperfix pod at the twitter.com. 
Um, thank you to Moonshot Network for picking me up and telling me, yeah, fucking go with it. And I said, thank you. <laughs> um, and you can find them at Moonshot Pods at the Twitter.com where they have a bunch of other really, really amazing podcasts. I highly recommend it. Um, they just got a new one as of this time of recording where it's called The Unwise Girls, where it's uh, two chicks talk about the Percy Jackson books as a whole. And so I need to go take a deep dive into that because I know nothing about Percy. You know what? I'm going to bring their asses on the show. They don't know it yet, but I'm going to fucking do it. Um, do you have anything you want to plug, Sleepy? <laughs> uh, you can find me on the Twitter.coms at Sleepy Sharks with two S's. That's S-L-E-E-P-Y-S-H-A-R-K-S-S. Hell yeah. Uh, I don't post too much on there, but if you want to tell me that uh, my theory was good enough as it was, cut and dry. Or if you want to tell me your theories of your own, you can. Or just say hi, that'd be cool too. Hell yeah. And you do, do you still do Twitch streamings? Uh, I put it on hold for a little gotcha. bit, but I I, uh, I will get back into it eventually. But yeah, I do stream a variety of different games. Uh, Okie dokie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is it the same handle uh uh uh, uh what's my what's my twitch handle <laughs> just in case go ahead get, get click that follow and notifications just in case something happens <laughs> tv slash sleepy boo that's me yay you did it i did it we did it we did it hooray um oh you know what i forgot how we ended the last one uh <laughs> oh wait, I remember now. Um let's see. Vanessa, don't <laughs> don't yeah. have children and make animatronics. <laughs> Vanessa, don't put that child in an animatronic, please. <laughs> Vanessa, don't let your children be near animatronics. Uh no, I feel like uh, there's something here. I have to make this joke because this is going to be the episode title. <sighs> Let's see. Vanessa, don't build a pizzeria on top of a cursed pizzeria. <laughs> and be safe. And don't die. <laughs> I'm done. I'm good night. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to the Moonshot Network for acquiring this podcast and giving us means to talk about things that make us excited on the internet. Uh, thank you to Offuscate, O-F-U-S-K-A-T-E, for our music, so our intro and outro music. So go check them out at Twitter or Instagram or SoundCloud. And uh, thank you to you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you learned a lot. Thank you for listening to both parts. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Be safe, don't die, and ba-doop. <laughs>